This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 13th of April. Justin, sad news for the Royals with Prince Philip's death. But Justin, it must be said, it's been pretty good news for Aussie media publishers. There have been over 2,000 Australian news items about Prince Philip's passing. And that, I must say, is a positive for their advertisers. It's a good way to spin it, I guess. (laughs) Brett, another day, another data breach. Uh Last week we heard about the Facebook data breach. Yeah. This time, it's Clubhouse. Oh, no. The hot new audio-only invite only app and more than 10% of their users were hacked. Was I hacked? I don't know, but does anybody safely secure data anymore? Very spooky, Justin, and we have three really interesting stories today. Two records, in fact. Let's do it. Let's do it. For our first, a record $125 million fine for Volkswagen has been upheld in Australia, despite Volkswagen trying to get it reduced to just $75 million. Wowowee. Cop that Volkswagen been in the heat lately. (laughs) What is the story? Well, it all started with D Dieselgate or diesel dupe. Okay. Between 2011 and 2015, Volkswagen falsely represented the diesel emission standards of its cars. And what does that mean? It means that Volkswagen made their vehicles appear more environmentally friendly than they actually were. In actual fact, the engines emitted pollution up to 40 times above what is allowed. And this misled consumers and even misled regulators. Now, Brett, initially, Volkswagen and the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission agreed on a $75 million penalty. But then, in December 2019, Justin, a federal court judge said, um, that's 75 million, Mm-mm, not enough. This was pretty sophisticated. I'm thinking you actually deserve, let me say here, $125 million that fine. That is more like it, I reckon. But then Volkswagen appealed, but it turns out, nah, that was a no-go. But Brett, get this. This little $125 million fine, that is five times the previous highest penalty in Australia. Wow, so what is the key learning here? Mislead consumers, that is one thing. But mislead a regulator, and you can expect a lot of pain. <laughs> Volkswagen misled both consumers and regulators regarding whether its diesel vehicles complied with environmental standards. In fact, they built technology that would actually dupe testers specifically. Gee, this record penalty sends a message to large corporations. You could face massive penalties if you mislead consumers. And even larger penalties if you mislead regulators. For our second story, Japanese beer maker Asahi wants to half its debt after it paid big to buy multiple global and Aussie companies. Refreshing news this one. What is going on here? Well, Justin, it's fair to say that Asahi has been a bit of a raging bull in recent years. It's been on an acquisition spree. In 2016, it bought Peroni, Grolsch and Pilsner Urquell in two separate deals worth around US $11 billion. Then last year, they splashed a lazy $16 billion to buy the operations of Carlton and United Brewery. Now, they own huge beer brands in Australia like Melbourne Bitter, Victoria mm-hmm. Bitter, Carlton Draft. But Brett, now Asahi's taken stock of their new holdings and uh, they've said no more large-scale acquisitions anymore. And now, we're all about reducing our debt and focusing on executing on our strategy in each of our global markets. So what's the key learning here? For global brand houses, every unique brand and every unique market requires a very, very different strategy. Australia is a relatively new opportunity for Asahi, so its focus is to grow, grow, grow its market share. But in markets where it has more of an established presence, Mm -hmm. like Japan and Europe, Asahi wants to adopt a new marketing strategy. It wants to premiumize its products. Yep, Asahi wants to make its products appeal to consumers by emphasizing just how superior quality and exclusive it is. And Brett, the reason is simple. Go on. Their target markets are shrinking big time. So Asahi can no longer expect the same high volume of sales. And to make up for this problem, they want to squeeze a little more money out of each beer that they sell. Just a little more. For our third and final story, China has whacked Alibaba, the Amazon of China, with a $4.9 billion fine. Jeepers, Brett. That is the whole value of 
nine entertainment in one whopping fine. Ooh. So what has happened here? All right. In the past, the Chinese government has claimed that Alibaba's business practices limit competition. They violate the rights of merchants and they harm the interests of consumers. Some big calls there. And mm-hmm. now China has fined Alibaba 18.2 billion yuan for anti-competitive behavior. And Brett, the whopper of a fine is the equivalent of 4% of Alibaba's domestic annual sales. Now, Alibaba sure has come a long way, Justin, yep. since its founder Jack Ma used to criticize the Chinese government for being slow and anti-innovation. In fact, they have done a full 180. They accepted this fine and said, we accept the penalty <laughs> with sincerity. So what is the key learning here? Anti-competitive practices are those behaviors that prevent or reduce competition in a particular market. And anti-competitive behaviors have become key talking points in the US. With Amazon, with Facebook, with Google. And now big tech players in China like Alibaba, Tencent and Baidu, they're all facing similar challenges. Now, Brett, obviously anti-competitive practices are put in place to protect one player from dominating a market. But Justin, it must be said, this sort of thing could actually slow down growth in China's tech sector if regulators just keep regulating so strictly. And I reckon if these growing tech companies in China keep losing opportunities to expand, you'd have to think this would have a dramatic impact on China's Mm. broader economy. Flux fam, we are approaching the middle of the month already. Wow. But the question is, have you checked your credit score for this month yet? Well, Brett, you can get it for free in 30 seconds or less via the Flux app or via our website. Download the Flux app or hit up www.flux.finance. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.